the island, like the beauty of it, you just just makes you want to keep writing songs. And the space, the actual bothy, just I just found it really. The whole thing was really exciting. Welcome back to the Lost Map podcast. Pictish Trail here, your trusty host. Uh, I'm speaking to you from St. Franny's Bothy here on the Isle of Egg. This is the place where we conduct our artist residency series, Visitations. This is where the musicians stay for the week. It's very nice. It's very well insulated. It's a summer day here on the island and I've got uh, the window open. Uh, no midges, by the way. There's a wee stepladder-style staircase that leads up to a mezzanine just above me there, which is a double bed. Downstairs, we've got two single bunk beds, one on top of the other. They've each got their own wee curtain, like on a tour bus, if you've ever been on one of those. So you can get a bit of privacy and darkness when you, if you just pull the curtain. Uh, in the main space on one side, we've got a kitchen. There's an oven and gas hob. There's a sink, a cupboard for supplies. Christ, is he ever going to stop talking about his fucking bothy? Nope, here we go. Uh, In front of that is a living room space, which has got a wood-burning stove. There's a city across from that, uh, which is right next to the south-facing window. A window which takes up almost the entire wall and faces out across the waters to a peninsula known as the Ardamarkin. Take me 10 years to pronounce that. It's very relaxing. What's that over there? Oh, I'm just gonna get my binoculars. It's, uh, it's a man. It's quite a hairy man. With with no pants on. Oh no, hold on, that. It's a, it was a mirror. I should sit down, just in case anyone walks past. I'm trying to think if I've got any good gossip for you. I don't really, I've, I've not seen anyone. I've started to go a bit weird. Hmm. Anyway, thanks for listening. This is uh, episode four of series two. And it's the second part of our interview with the musician Rachel Ags. In the previous episode, Rachel told us of her life in music, her band Sacred Paws, Shopping and Trash Kit and about her move from uh, London to Glasgow. In this episode, we're going to hear from Rachel about her experiences on Egg for Visitations. Visitations. Like I said earlier, Visitations is our artist residency programme that we conduct up here in St Franny's on the Isle of Egg. We invite musicians over for a week to write and record new music which we later release on vinyl as part of a subscription set. Series 2 is available to order now and it features music from Arthur King, Rachel Ags, and a new collaboration from Rosie Plain. More on all that later on. If you want to find out the info just now, you can go to lostmap.com 
forward slash visitations. So yeah, for this episode that you're listening to right now, Rachel Ags is talking about visitations and her experiences on the island. As soon as we announced the programme itself in 2018, Rachel was one of the first people to ask to take part. She'd heard about visitations through our mutual friends, Lewis and Susie from Free Love, who took part in series one. I think we just literally launched series one and did a post about it and on Facebook and Rachel left a comment. He posted something about it, I think, and my friends Lewis and Susie from Free Love, they did it. And I think I commented, like, I want to do this. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, sure. But yeah, I think it was mostly through talking to Lewis and Susie, they were really bigging it up. And I just love them as musicians and people so much. They're really, they're very inspiring and I think they, they really sold me on it. They said they'd had such a great time. And the, the record they made is incredible as well. I mean, that was actually slightly daunting because I thought, oh God, I'm not going to make anything as good as this. But um, yeah, I'd, I, I, I was really excited. I've, I've never done anything. I've never really made any music on my own, apart from just in my bedroom that, you know, stuff that no one ever will hear. I was excited by the challenge of it just to see what I could come up with in that short period of time. And also I, I've been to Egg before for Hal and Fling and just thought it was such a spectacularly beautiful place, a really perfect place to be making music. I didn't really prepare at all. I brought with me a few things I'd been working on but I then actually when I got there didn't work on any of them so I think maybe I was slightly worried that I just wouldn't have any ideas so I did kind of bring some stuff but I shouldn't have because <laughs> I didn't use anyway. Rachel arrived on Egg during the final week of August 2019. It's about a year ago now. Um, she was armed with some instruments, her luggage. Uh, we'd ordered some boxes of groceries for her, which arrived on the boat at the same time. Uh, I was there to meet her off the ferry and I drove her up to St Franny's. It was quite rainy, which, let me tell you, classic Scotland during the summer months. We love the rain up here. Either Sarah or myself showed her around the bothy and how everything worked. I can't remember which one it was now, but we just left her to it. I have to say this bit always feels a bit harsh. I'm usually someone that likes to chat away with folk, drinking endless cups of tea, finding out gossip. But um, that's that's not what this project's about. It's about making music. And uh, usually after such a long trip, the folks who travel up here are just keen to unpack their stuff, set it up and get stuck in. So here's Rachel describing her entry into the Bothy and those first few days of making music. As soon as I got to the island and like set up a desk in front of the big window, it's like a beautiful view. I mean, firstly, the Bothy is so beautiful. I was just excited as soon as I got in there, like it's just such a cool little space it was like, I mean, I felt like I was going on holiday <laughs> on my own, which I've never really done. And I actually think like 
I mean, it made me want to do a, a residency again, but it also made me want to go on holiday on my own <laughs> more often. I can really recommend it. It's just like really relaxing and it did. It instantly felt like my my brain was like less cluttered and free to, you know, my imagination was kind of like unlocked a little bit. I think when I arrived, it was pouring with rain. <laughs> so I was slightly daunted that I was going to be actually stuck inside for a week. But it then cleared up really quickly. There was a sheep. I remember that. There was a sheep on the front door of the bothy on the first morning. That was really exciting. Just came to say hi. It was just like really overwhelmingly like different experience to any kind of songwriting or music making I've ever done. One of my biggest fears about it was that I wouldn't have any ideas. But um, I think on the first day I, I woke up and I went for a walk. One thing that was really exciting for me was that I woke up really early in the morning, like every day, which is so strange for me. I'm such a, a night owl. Normally I hate mornings. But I think it's that excitement of being in a new place and also just being in such a beautiful place and wanting to like instantly go and look at the sunrise and just like look at everything. That was really cool. And like, I remember, yeah, on the first day I got up, went for a walk, instantly had ideas just through experiencing the island and the nature and just this like wild feeling of being alone I yeah I, I sort of yeah went for a walk and just came straight back and started started working on stuff and I do think like the stuff that I made those first couple of days like kind of going for a walk in the morning writing something having some lunch then going for another walk and listening to it coming back working on it in the evening that was like a really cool kind of little routine that I got into that really blew my mind like I've never written a song before lunchtime <laughs> in my life that was really wild and the the songs that I sort of worked on in the first few days like I can't really remember exactly which ones but I think some of the more like upbeat layered kind of bouncy songs they were definitely done in those first couple of days because I was so ecstatically happy. And it, honestly, like, I feel very, I'm very, like, happy performer. Like, I, I put a lot of, like, joy into what I do and I get really, really, really sort of buoyed up when I'm on stage. But I think the rest of the time, like, I can be quite a bit of a recluse. And, you know, like most people, you get more down when you're on your own. But it was a really special experience of like having a lot of that joy that I feel when I'm performing, but whilst I was creating. And I don't, I think it was like a combination of things, probably just the sort of majesty of my surroundings, obviously, but also like just finally having some time to myself was really so fun. And yeah, I mean, it didn't last. <laughs> It didn't last the whole week, but definitely the first couple of days before the kind of like existential dread kicked in, <laughs> I had a really great time. And the music, I think, reflects that. It's very upbeat and sort of some of it's a bit silly. And I just, yeah, I just had so much fun with it. I think also doing like the singing, I didn't really write lyrics. I just sang the first thing that came into my head. And it's just, yeah, it's quite liberating. For 
visitations, we provide the artist with some equipment. For example, um, some monitor speakers so that they can hear the music they're making, as well as a set of headphones, a few digital recording devices and interfaces, some microphones and stands and cables and leads. I had a few amps which I brought up. I also brought up my acoustic guitar and uh, a new bass guitar I'd just bought. We encourage the artists to bring over with them whatever instruments they want to. Initially, when Visitation started, I was thinking it'd be quite cool if certain instruments that we provided appeared on every album just to give the series some sort of weird continuity, but then I figured uh, it was just a bit too restrictive. And it's more interesting for the artists to use what they want to use and play what they want to play. I asked Rachel to mention what instruments she'd brought with her and to describe her approach to recording, whether she had any specific styles in mind. I brought with me my guitar, a little drum machine that I have. It's a Korg. It's called a Volker Beats. It's just was the literally the cheapest drum machine I could find. I bought it like uh, maybe a year ago or something, a few years ago, um, just to help me write demos and practice it's nothing fancy, but I brought that and my also my violin. I wasn't sure if I was going to actually use the violin on on the recordings, but I knew that I wanted to play fiddle outside on the island. I just felt like that would be a really romantic thing to do, and it was. It was really fun. There's a song on the on the record that's just acoustic guitar and and fiddle, and that was record. I recorded that outside. It's really nice. I don't think I've ever recorded music outside before but I play outside a lot when I play with my family so it felt it felt right had no idea what music I was going to make absolutely no idea I think I had a fantasy of what music I wanted to make if I was perhaps a completely different person (laughs) I've never had an opportunity like this so I think being asked to do it kind of opened up a weird part of my brain where I was like yeah cool I'll go and I'll make this music that I've always dreamt of making like this kind of experimental music but I obviously don't make that I don't make that kind of music. I thought I was going to maybe make like something really abstract because that's just kind of where my head was at. Like I've released a lot of records in sort of cluster of albums in the last like year or so. So I was a bit like songed, songed out. (laughs) And I thought like, yeah, I'll just make something really abstract. But yeah, the end of the week I had, I think, what you'll agree is a bunch of songs Uh, so that was like mildly disappointing but at the same time like I thought it was kind of funny I was like oh well I've done pretty much the sort of music I normally do I think I think it sounds like me uh, which is it's weird because when you don't know necessarily that you have a sound it's funny to sort of encounter it and not be able to escape it (laughs) even if you want to so I guess I had expectations of a a fantastical 
kind of thing that I was going to do that didn't do. But whatever. I didn't have guidelines. I guess I thought, oh, maybe I'll write a song a day. I think I wrote two songs a day. <laughs> so that I surpassed that, which is wild. Again, I just really underestimated how, how inspiring it would be to have that much time and just the island, like the beauty of it. You just, just makes you want to keep writing songs and the space, the actual bothy, just, I just found it really, the whole thing was really exciting. that Rachel's made is really excellent and what I especially love about it is that it's so different from all the other records in the Visitation series so far. It feels perhaps less atmospheric than those records but much more intimate. We've collected 12 tracks for this record, songs and instrumentals that showcase her distinctive guitar and vocal style and mixed with a lo-fi synth pop sensibility, capturing a snapshot of life inside and outside of the Bothy where field recordings of the sea crashing wildly against the rocks meet the sound of a kettle whistling. A 90s drum machine sound yearns for the thrills of a Saturday night, while elsewhere layers of guitar-driven melody seem to rejoice in being out in the elements. The whole thing sounds to me like an intimate audio diary of thoughts and feelings captured in isolation. There's a lot of hope in there, songs about self-motivation, embracing a sense of escapism, but also songs that search inwards and express a deep longing for company. And yeah, given the current lockdown situation, they feel particularly resonant now. I asked Rachel, did these songs come from a place of self-preservation, keeping herself sane in isolation? I'm quite a solitary person, but I'd kind of forgotten what it felt like to really be lonely. Um, and it was kind of weird, yeah, because it was like sort of nice to remember, oh, this feeling, but also like, oh God, I... I wish there was someone here. I only really felt that, you know, maybe one or two nights, you know, but it was kind of, it was interesting. It kind of reminded me of like being a kid in a way when you're younger and you just have this, this feeling of sort of longing, I suppose. And that was quite inspiring. I mean, because also it was like, if you feel bad and you're in a bothy on the Isle of Egg and it's dark outside, it's, what are you going to do? There's nothing to do, so you might as well write a song. <laughs> so I think it was kind of nice to, that was part of the experience for me, was just responding to every feeling I had through music and processing everything through music. And that was like, that was cool. I think it taught me quite a lot of about that as a process that's useful. So I suppose, yeah, that's that's the theme, just sort of trying to use music as a as a sort of catharsis for whatever happens to be happening whether that's joy and elation or sort of sadness and longing like that's the theme also the island like I don't want to downplay the island's kind of impact on me creatively I was definitely responding to nature and 
sort of thinking about sense of history and place, but like, you know, in quite an abstract way. It was so nice having Rachel up on the island. We had her down for dinner one night and we hung out and had a few beers on the Friday night too, just before she left to go back to the mainland. I think she was about to throw herself back into a hectic tour schedule with her bands and given that she's someone who's thrived as a collaborator, I wondered if her solo experience on Egg would inform her approach to making music in the future. Yeah, since I got back, I think it has, yeah, it's really helped me. The whole experience, it just sort of opened up. It was like sort of opening up a drawer <laughs> that I didn't know was there or was locked. And I'm like, oh, there's all this cool stuff in here. Like I have kind of like tool. I feel like I have tools now for making music on my own, but also like, like I said, sort of processing things on my own. That That's really nice. And I also think, yeah, I've just sort of learned a bit about myself, maybe, that I do really enjoy my own company, that I can be creative when I'm on my own because I think a lot of the things I do the, the bands are very creatively intertwined it's not like one person writing or anything it's always very kind of organically group made music which I love I still I think I'm always going to prefer doing that but this experience definitely has taught me that I have the ability to do it on my own and to have fun with it on my own I think that's like that's the main thing I think I would take away from it is that I just had so much fun. <laughs> Listening back to the record, I'm like, I don't even know. I don't know what this is. I don't know if it's good. I hope people like it. But it doesn't feel like I was making it for anyone. It felt like I really was just like doing this thing that was really fun <laughs> and was for me. And I think that's that's great. Like, I want to do more. I want to do more music on my own. I want to do more music with friends that feels like that, that just feels purely fun. inviting me to the Isle of Egg it's a brilliant place and I want to go back and especially right now locked down in Glasgow I really wish I was there <laughs> I have been trying to make music here but it's not it's not the same it's just really not um, I miss it and thank you for having me bye <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. I hope you enjoyed that. I know I did. When Rachel sent me over her replies as an audio WAV file, I bounced it down onto my phone, put on my headphones and went for a walk around Egg. And it was really nice hearing about her experiences here. I did the exact same thing actually when she sent her music over six months before. It's cool hearing the sounds that are made here whilst walking around the island. If you're interested in hearing the album that she's made, you can purchase a digital copy or a physical copy on vinyl. The vinyl comes with a CD inside as well as a printed postcard with download codes for all the music. 
You can get all the music by subscribing to Series 2 of Visitations. Go to lostmap.com forward slash visitations. Not only will you be helping support the running of this residency programme, you're also helping to support the podcast. Just in case there's any doubt, we pay the artists for taking part in addition to covering all their costs incurred and their food for the week. We're definitely on our way towards breaking even, so it's looking good. Thank you to all those who've subscribed already. I think most of you should have received your copy of Rachel's record by now, and if you've not got yours yet, it'll be on its way. I think all the COVID-19 stuff has slowed down delivery times a wee bit, certainly for overseas. Just a quick note before I go, the final record in this series of visitations will be out in October, and that's going to be a new collaborative project from Rosie Plain and friends. There'll be some podcasts to accompany that at the same time. But before that, we're going to have a bonus episode of the Lost Map podcast centred around our Post Map Club, which is Lost Map's membership programme, in which we send out postcards to subscribers every month with download codes for new music from the label roster. That episode of the podcast should be out at some point in August, hopefully. Okay, tons of information there. Thank you for listening. Cheers to Joel Cormack, who has edited and co-produced this series. I'll leave you with another of Rachel's songs from the Visitations album. In full, this is a track called New Beat. I've been picked as trail. Thanks for listening. Pessimist Trading one and four and a